Welcome to another episode of the Crocker Report Podcast. I am your host, Damian Parson. Got a very special guest with me, my guy from uh, University of Central Florida, Tate Gowan. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on the podcast, man. For sure, for sure, man. You know, we've we've been uh, just communicating for a while now. You definitely, I told you, I I wanted to get you on, talk some ball with you, talk about your life, your story, Um, just kind of let everybody know who Tate Gowan is, man. So so let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Right now, you know, it's draft season full swing. Um, You know, for you, I know this is a surreal moment, right? Like, Every young man that's grown up playing football, we watched the draft growing up. Like, I want to be on that stage. I want to be drafted to an NFL team. Uh, so for you, when did that love for football begin? When did you first fall in love with the game? I first I, I first fell in love with football when I was five years old. Like, that's what I want people to understand. I've been playing football all my life. But certain, certain obstacles in my life and my journey and my life led to me like missing the game or stepping away from the games at times in my life where that where that kind of hurt me. So, but I want people to understand I'm playing football all my life. This is what I do. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, obstacles come, you know, and, and that's just life. And, and the main thing about it is that speaks to, to your character is even when those obstacles, you when you met those obstacles, you were able to surpass them. Because obviously you made it to where you are now, getting ready to uh, head to the drafts and be drafted this, in, you know, uh, in a couple of weeks. So that speaks to your character, man, that you're, that you're a grinder. That's something I noticed about you just following you on Twitter, you know, when that's when talking and uh, having communications. At the end of the day, like life is going to throw you all type of hurdles and stones and everything else. But the great thing about it is if you gave up and you weren't up for the fight, you wouldn't be here today. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Exactly. So yes, I, li- sir. I like that, man. Keep, yeah, keep that up. Um, second question, pretty much like growing up, everyone has a hero, whether it's a, 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 a star in the game of football, a family member, parent. Who was your hero growing up? My hero, I had to say my mom. Just seeing how, how life had treated her and how she's able to like, raise a young man like me, having – Two, three more other kids, single, um, no no help in the world. Her parents are gone. So just seeing her, like, work two jobs, even, like, Burger King, like, even deliver newspaper, just seeing her, like, try her best to make sure where we had enough or seeing her not eat and make sure we ate. And that was, that was one of the biggest things to me. So that's why I'm, that's why one of the biggest thing I'm doing to get to the league is take care of my mom, man, because I know we've been through the worst. And I have a daughter, too, so she's also been my – that's my next hero. Hey, I feel you on that, bro. I have a – I got a one-year-old son, man, and he was born literally right before COVID kicked off last, last year. And, you know, I thank God every day because I could have been like so many other people, so many other expecting parents where – I wouldn't have been in the hospital the entire time, you know, right. after him being born. I was there from the, you know, the moment she went into labor to the day we left, you know what I mean? I was there the whole time. And that was, like I said, that was right before it started up. So I'm with you all the way over there, bro. That, that, it's a blessing, man. And um, it, it's good to see, you know what I mean? You have that motivation and you use those things. So uh, we, we have a similar story there. So I definitely, uh, I definitely feel you on that, man. Um Growing up, you know, what was your favorite football team? Who did you root for growing up? I really didn't have a um, favorite football team, but I like War Dunn growing up, and I like R- Reggie Bush. Those were my two. Because I played running back growing up uh, in my little league days. 
I kind of I kind of moved to corner as I got older. I got longer. Um, not kind of lost the running back skills, but the idea of running back today is not how I look, not how not my body form. So, gotcha. um, yeah, war done and Reggie Bush. Two, hey, two of the two of the best, especially in college. Like you know, Reggie Bush will forever be a collegiate goat when it comes down to right. the running back position. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've seen anyone do what he was able to do at USC um, since he left. When it comes down to just the highlights, the just literally, he was must see TV every right, Saturday, TV. bro. Like I lied no to lie. you, now. I, I was glued every game he was in um, on Saturdays, man. I was glued to the TV. I'm like, bro, I could have been outside playing basketball with my guys. I'm like, yo, it's a, well, it's it's six. Like I got like an hour before Reggie Bush comes. Go. I gotta go, man. Like you know what I mean? Like I can get one more game, and I gotta get in there. Make sure we got food on the table, all that stuff like that. Mom's cooking. I'm like, yo, I got. I'm I'm right there at the TV, which is why I'm wearing glasses <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> just tuned in to seeing what Bush was able to do. So uh, I'm, I'm all the way with you there, bro. I'm all the way with you. Um, uh, next up is, is there any DB in the league? that reminds you of yourself like who do you pattern your game um from anyone or do you just take bits and pieces from different dbs i try to take pits and pieces um pits and pieces pieces from uh, two <laughs> dbs i like uh jalen ramsey and i like patrick peterson i like how he's That's able to um his feet move his feet moving at the line how, how, like certain techniques he used patrick peterson that i'll take away like the low-key grabbing the arm and stacking the receiver and i like ramsey i want to add that aggression to my game where when he come up, make big tackles and the form tackles. Like I think he has one of the best form tackles that I've seen. Oh, so definitely. I just want to add that kind of to my game, and just keep my keep my speed and just like take the tools that they got from their game and add it to my game. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, now Ram, Rams. That's an interesting point about Ramsey that people don't talk about is the fact that he is a force player in the run game. Usually, do you? you uh, knock against most DBs is well, they're not going to tackle well or whatever. No, you do have defensive backs that don't mind getting aggressive, getting physical in the run game, and that's Jalen Ramsey through and through. Like he is a physical right. player, um, and, and you know he's got the length, the athleticism, and that's one of the things. You know that's why I, I, we tweeted out that clip of you um, chasing down the ball carrier on the Crocker Report because people need to understand that you are a legitimate athlete. You're tall, you're long, you're linear. But you have legit speed to run down and chase, and that and that's a that's a big aspect of the game. Because if you do, everybody gets beat. Eventually, everybody gets beat, right? right. So, but if you got that makeup speed where you can catch back up, get back in phase, and still make a play on the ball, that's what defensive coordinators love. At the end of the day, yeah. somebody that. They don't have to be perfect down in and down out, but they can make a play regardless. So uh, that's something I, I definitely wanted to highlight as well. Um, heading into the league, of course, there's a lot of great quarterbacks. We see a, a lot of talk about quarterbacks movement, you know, moving uh, locations. Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Whenever this whole legal fiasco gets uh, is over with, but all, all the quarterbacks in the league right now, is there one quarterback you want to intercept the most in your rookie year? I had to say Tom Brady just because the legend, the GOAT, and I don't know how many more years he got. And I would love for me to come in there rookie season and pick Tom Brady off or just have a chance to go against him before he's done. So I can have that under my belt. Like, I did that before. I was one of those guys that picked him up before. I think 
I think Izzy said the same. He answered it the same way. So did mm-hmm. George Strong from Coastal. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told them. You if you if you land on a team that plays Tom Brady your rookie year and you get that interception, make sure you keep the football. Don't let the rest <laughs> get it. Don't let anybody take that from you. You that's your, that is your moment. You're gonna show your little girl. I'm telling you, you gotta frame that. Like I picked off the goat and show your little girl that she's growing up. She can take it to show and tell at school, all that. You keep it, bro, because that you earn that. You know what I mean? To be able to yeah, pick up a guy that doesn't throw many interceptions, he's careful with the ball. You have to be strategic right, right along with him to be able to, to to trick him and bait him into some throw. And if you're able to do that, keep that football, man. The ref's going to be like, yeah, let me go ahead and take that and put that in the ball, in the bag. Nah, I'm, that's coming home with me. That's mine. So, like, don't let them get that from you, brother. Um, next up, man, uh, right now, who are your top five corners in the NFL? Top five? Um, let me see. I'm going to go Ramsey number one. Um, who am I going to go next? I'm going to go my, my boy up front of Packers. Um, I don't want to say his name. Zaire. Then I'm going to go Patrick Peterson. Okay. Just because of my guy. I'm going to go – who am I going to go next? I want to see Greedy go- I want to see Greedy do good. I ain't gonna lie. I want to see Greedy do good. I'm ready to see Greedy on the field as well, man. Like I was, he is definitely somebody I graded highly in coverage coming out. And I think parent, you know, him over there with and the way that they're building that defensive secondary in, in Cleveland. Right. Like if he can, if he gets back healthy. Him, Denzel Ward, Pitt. That's my fourth. Denzel Ward is my fourth the, one. The Warden. Lockdown. I didn't put Greedy on the list. I didn't put Greedy on the list, but I, I just want to throw that. I want to see him do good. Yeah. But um. And my fifth would be War, definitely my fourth. And my fifth would be I'm gonna go with um my boy Honey Badger, even though he's not a corner. He does it, he does everything, man. I mean, we saw it in we saw it in the Super Bowl. We've seen since he especially once he got to Kansas City. Like he just kind of changed the attitude of that defense and that secondary. He does everything. You've seen him against DeAndre Hopkins, getting pass breakups and sticky coverage. Like he's a menace. He he is a menace. And, and it kind of it speaks to you know what I one thing I we try to teach people man is just height weight and everything it, it's good to have but sometimes it's just, you just if you're good you're good it doesn't really matter how big you are like if you're good you're good so it's like I mean I don't get me wrong I'm gonna say hey we're gonna put Honey Badger on uh, Calvin Johnson or anything but I mean I've seen Brent Grimes jump. And, you know, that, that iconic one-hand interception against Calvin Johnson, you know, he was right. at the Dolphins. So, hey, man, it's not about – it's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man, I like to tell right. people. I mean, like, so, Honey Great Badger's point. a big one. I like that. I like that a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, I know some people are going to be like, man, he left Stephon Gilmore off? Like, he going to left off Gilly? But, uh, you know, I mean – Actually, I just, met, I just met Gilmore, though. He can be on the list, too. I just met Gilmore. He, he came down here at XP – and that was a big, that was a big little motivation thing to me, cause I'm like, yo, I'm in the building with Stefan Gilmore. But yeah, that'll be my sixth though. Not, none to knock him down. I'm a dog. Yeah. Nah, trust me. You know how you know how Twitter can be. Um, nah, it's all good. So like, let's keep that top five theme going. If you had to pick a top five cornerback or DB list, it don't really even matter. But your top five defensive backs of all time, who would you pick? All the time. Ooh. Getting spicy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go all time. I'm 
gonna put Chad Bailey up there. I like it. I love his game. Chad Bailey. I'm gonna go. I gotta put Ramsey back up there. I'm put him in any era. <laughs> I got you. My dog. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'm gonna have to come back to do. It's a, it's a lot of them. Though. I mean, you got yeah. you got Revis and of course Prime oh, Time. Revis. Okay, Revis. I'm gonna go Revis. You got it's a lot. I, I mean, I'm it's, it's a lot. Revis too. Yeah, he's one. He's my favorite corner of all time. Honestly, Darrell Revis is. Yeah, that uh, practice film he got is crazy. I watch that all the time. That's one. He's he was pure technician and he was fast too. People, you know, people thought he was, you know, just a sub like a four, 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 five, four, six. And no, he was a four, four guy. Like he had legit speed where he can run with pretty much anybody and he could beat you at the, beat you up at the, at the line of scrimmage. So he's, right. he was a total package. Um, you know, you got, like I said, you got uh prime time, Dion, you got, Charles. Oh, we gonna, oh, I know. We oh, yeah, you can, yeah, you can all time, oh, okay. whatever you want, man. Yeah. Prime time. Oh, Revis. Bailey, I'm going to put Ramsey up there. All right. And I'm going to put that – I'm going to put Patrick Peterson back up there. I got you. Yeah, no, nah, Patrick Peterson, you know, especially when he came in, man, coming out of um LSU, he, he was probably one of the more athletic corners I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And he had tremendous ball skills. Like, you know what I mean? I love his, you, man. I love his game, man. It's crazy. You watch him, and he's like in coverage. You know the, the battles he would have with Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson is just—it's fun to watch, fun tape to watch, man. Yes, sir. Watch him going against the best of the best, uh, be able to match the athleticism with them, and then of course him being what six one, six two, somewhere in there—that long physical frame of his as well. Um, so yeah, he—he he was definitely always fun to watch in big time in prime time matchups with with other receivers. Um, if you could match up, especially, you know, heading into your rookie year, if you could match up with any receiver in the NFL right now, what would be, like, your dream matchup to go one-on-one all four quarters? Hopkins. Ah, I like that. I like I that. Love the way he, I love the way he approached the game and the way he talks. Like, he always say he's the best receiver in the league. So, I want to see. I want to see why you say that. I want to yeah. I I put my ability to the test. I want to put my game to the test, too. I like that, and I, and I love that confidence. And that's something that, that you have to have as a defensive back, man, like that confidence. You see it with, you know, with, with Patrick Peterson, you know, uh, Jair Alexander is probably one of the more confident corners in football. Of course, you know, we, we, we talked about it with Jalen Ramsey. He is the most confident corner in the NFL. Um, just, you know, people look at his cockiness. I look at his confidence. He's confident in his technique. He knows. I've watched some of his training tapes. This man puts in work. And it's like when you, when you, you do put that with his dad. yeah, like when you do, when you put in that type of that level of commitment, that type of work, you got to trust that when you're out there in game, trust what you've worked on, trust your technique. And I'll tell that to any, any prospect, any player, you put the work in, trust what you've done before the, before the lights are on, because that's, what's going to really make you successful. If you don't trust yourself, you're going to be thinking at the, at the line of scrimmage, you're going to be, you're going to, frustrate yourself because you're too much in your own mind rather than just reacting, playing the game, reading your receiver or whatever position it is. So uh, definitely, man, just confidence, trusting your technique. Um, so let's see, be your own scout. Like, so tell us pretty much uh, a couple of strengths of yours and then a couple of weaknesses, some things that you, that you know, especially not playing football in 2020 that you wanted to work on. Okay. Some of my strengths are, I know I'm a great ball hawk. I have great makeup speed. 
and I'm a man-to-man corner. Like, you can put me on any type of island. You can put me on – I want to follow your best receiver. That's why I feel like my biggest strength is, like, I add a lot to the – if you go look at that 2019 film and look at the stats we had, I think we was third in pass def- percentages, def- def- whatever. But that was that's haven't been like that ever at UCF until I got there. I'm not saying I was the main part, but, like, I was a big part of that. Um, some of my weaknesses – at times, I know I can. Um, I I want to be able to blitz better. I want to be able to a corner that can blitz better. Um, I I want I want to say this, but I want this mess me up a little. I want to be a little more vocal. I know I want to add that to my strength, like be more vocal to the team, and because yeah. like I came in a year where I want to earn. I want to earn my leadership, and I want to earn like me to have a right to say something. I don't want to just come in and. And feel like I like like that people feel like like you want to try to run them or something like that. So I feel like the twenty twenty season I would have had more voice, and that would add to my strength. Um, and what else? What else can I say? Um, I like that yeah. last point. I like that last point a lot because coming, especially you being a rookie, that speaks to your character totally. Because coming in, you want to earn the respect because you know you're. You're about to walk into a, a locker room full of veterans, guys that's been there, guys that's been getting paid to take care of their families, same way that you're trying to take care of yours. So walking into that locker room and saying, listen, I just want to learn. I want to earn. Learn and earn. Those are the two things, and they're, they're, the, they, they, they're so similar in, in, in context. You want to learn and you want to earn. You want to learn the playbook, learn what they do, become a pro, and then earn your, learn your voice. You know what I mean? Yes, and, 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 and trust me when I tell you, veterans, you know, veteran players will, will key in on that and you just do your, you do your part, you know what I mean? And then that moment will come. Those, those moments will come where you, where you're able to, you, you have that confidence now because you know, you're your teammates, they trust you and you can speak up like, Hey guys, we gotta, we gotta do this better. We gotta do that better. And, yes, and it won't fall on deaf ears pretty much. Yes, sir. So fall I, on I, deaf ears. Yes, sir. I like that a lot. Um, like we talked about, I wanted to add this last one. Tell everybody what type of person first that they're going to be getting and then what type of player that they will be drafting. What type of person I am, I'm a humble person. Um, I want people to know that I have a story that people can follow and um, be motivated by. I come from nothing, so, man, I just want to get – I just want to have an opportunity to work my ass off, man, and – and just show the world that I'm going to take a full advantage of the opportunity. That's what I've been wanting to do my whole life. Um, anytime somebody ever asks me what I want to do in my whole life, I gave you the straightforward answer in the NFL. That's what I want to do. And I just want to show people that I'm a, I'm a great person at heart, and I got a lot to give back when I'm giving a lot. So, secondly, the type of football player I am, I want people to know that I'm a dog. I'm a savage. <laughs> um, and I want people to know that I have a lot to add to my game. I had a lot more to put into myself. Like, a lot of people ain't put nothing in me like that or invested the time in me. But now I will have enough, I don't want to say money, I don't want to sound like that, but enough resources mm-hmm. to be able to put in myself and show people that my potential is is outstanding. And I'm going to show people that I can ball for real. So I'm just, I'm just thankful for this opportunity, man. I'm thankful for God putting me in this position. So... I just want to let the world know that when I come on your team from that, from that first practice, you're going to know who I am. Like, I'm, I'm not playing. Like, this is 
I might cry when I walk on that field because this is what I've been wanting to do my whole life. And like, this is, it's crazy that it's, it's the opportunity to present itself. So I just want to let people know I come to work. Love that. Love that, man. That raw emotion, you know what I mean? And that lets you know how serious you are about it. Um, you know, one thing I always tell people, man, every everyone in the world, for the most part, has their, I guess you could say, their level of hunger, right? Um, but there's nothing more than someone that hasn't eaten to the level that they want. So everybody, everybody gets hungry, right? But that homeless man on the corner, you take him to all, all you can eat buffet, he's going to be in there for a minute because he hasn't eaten well for a while. You know what I mean? And rather than somebody that's living this middle class is living well, you know, we get hungry. It's like, Oh man, I can grab a quick snack or I can grab this. And it, 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 you know, takes care of that hunger for, for a while until dinner's ready. But like I said, when you have somebody with that level of hunger, that level of thirst it's different. And I see that in you and in a couple other prospects that I've talked to. And I love, I love to, to feed into that, to pour into that. And I encourage you, man, just stay humble, keep your head down, grind, you gonna get where you want to go, bro. Yes, sir. I, man, I'm so thankful, man. Thank you for that. For, real. for sure, for sure, for sure. But listen, sure. guys, that is our interview with uh, uh, University of Central Florida cornerback Tay Gowan. Um, I'm Damian Parson. We thank y'all, you guys, so much for joining us. Of course, always find us on the Croc Report on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star review. Leave a comment. We will get to the any questions, mock drafts, whatever you have that you want us to look into. We will do that for you. Again. Damian Parson, Tay Gowan, y'all have a good one. Yes, sir.